0: CHAPTER SIX OF WE WERE THERE AT THE NORMANDY INVASION BY CLAYTON KNIGHT THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN READ BY WAYNE COOK VICTOR'S MISSION Remembering the rolling crashes of the worst thunderstorm he had ever heard, André thought it had been nothing compared to this noise. He braced himself by the door-frame and looked toward the sea, A pall of dense black smoke was drifting inland, blotting out the newly risen sun. Fires flared over the treetops. He saw Slim grinning back at him from behind a thick lilac bush. On the other side of the road, the Lescaux's front door opened. Victor, in nightcap and corduroy pants drawn over a blue nightshirt, darted out, picked up one of the dropped leaflets, and shot back into the house. From other houses, people ran out and raced away into the fields. Bombers darted in and out of the curtain of smoke. A barn less than a mile away broke into flames. Through a lull in the battle sounds, André heard the outraged moo of a cow. "'Poor old beasts,' André thought. They must be scared to this. Uh, I'll go talk to them. In milk.' He looked again for Slim, and saw that he had turned his back to the fury of the coast and was staring towards Samel, As André stepped out, Slim whirled and shouted, "'Tell the captain, two Nazi tanks coming this way!' But André had already heard the ominous clank of the tanks. Even through the battle sounds, their threat rang out. A new danger. As Slim raced towards him, André broke into a run for the house, shouting, "'Tanks, mon capitaine, Nazi tanks coming!' Captain Dobie had risen and stumbled a step toward the window. "'Blasted!' he shouted. "'Help me, simino" "'Andre then saw a new man in the room, "'a soldier with a walkie-talkie, "'who must have arrived by way of the farmyard. "'Slim plunged through the door "'and snatched up a bazooka from the pile of arms in the hall. simino the walkie-talkie operator, "'slipped out of the straps holding the instrument. "'He flung himself towards Slim "'to serve as second man on the bazooka. "'Help me to the window, Andre.' Captain Dobie ordered, picking up a tommy gun. Then stay out of range. Slim, he barked. Fire at the front tank, drive sprocket and gas tanks. Center, low. You can't penetrate that forward armor, remember? The bazooka muzzle thrust out the window. Slim knelt in tense firing position. Semino stood ready to reload. The captain braced himself at the second window. Tommy gun leveled. André heard the rumble of the tanks draw nearer. The explosion of fire from the windows and the fierce backflash of the bazooka joined with the grinding screech of shattered metal outside. Then came the hollow scraping of steel on steel. Over Slim's head André had seen the first tank's turret. Then the second tank tottered over the first, and like a huge apple peel a tremendous snake-like steel tread whipped through the air. Good, snapped Captain Doby. Second one's piled up on the first. Shoot overhead. Once. When the firing from the house stopped, there came a shout of, Comrade! The captain poked his weapon farther out the window and shouted, Get out and put your hands up fast. You're all covered. Okay, Slim, get your prisoners. Simino stacked a bazooka against the sill and whipped out his forty five automatic. Slim swept up a carbine and strode outside. The crews were already out of the tanks. "'All right, hands on your heads!' Slim shouted. As his captives moved toward him, Simino lifted their side-arms from holsters, pushing the prisoners swiftly toward the house. "'Get in there, quick!' Slim commanded. He had only just herded them into the hall when his voice was drowned out by the explosion of the gas tanks in one of the wrecked vehicles, the captain and André ducked his ammunition, set off by the flames, sprayed the outside of the house. When it was over, the captain leaned out the window and André asked, Did wreck my father's pump? Just knocked down the sign that said, Chocolate, the captain said. <laughs> that is all right, André laughed shakily. We do not have any left to sell anyway. Captain Dobie wiped the sweat from his face and, with Andre's help, hobbled back to his easy-chair and cushions. The Germans, lined up against the wall, stared at him, silently, open-mouthed. "'Are there any more tanks coming this way?' demanded the captain. One of the Nazis, with Sergeant stripes said, "'Nein, no more,' with surly shortness. "'Be respectful,' snapped the captain coldly. He turned to Slim. Take them out to the yard and stand guard, Slim, he said. simino try to raise someone on the talkie. If you can't, get a runner to locate the colonel and tell him where we are. After several minutes, Simino reported, Some sergeant thinks our colonel's over near the first bridgehead, and he'll pass the word along. Andre, at the captain's suggestion, went out to survey the road and report any sight of the enemy. Here, take my helmet, offered the captain. There is too much stuff falling out of the sky. The thud of heavy explosions beyond the village continued to rock the earth. Andre had been on watch but a few minutes when he sighted a car. He called back through the window. "Je coming sir the Coast. Slim, who had been relieved of his guard duty by Semino, rushed out to join Andre. The little car swung in toward the two and braked with a screech. Slim shouted. Weller, where'd you get that? Sergeant Weller was eyeing the wrecked German tanks. Well, Texas, he smiled approvingly. Good thing I left you here. He slid out of the seat. Lucky those two tanks didn't get through to hit us from behind, he said. We've sure had our hands full down there. The hindies came at us from all sides, but for some reason one of the causeways across the swamps was unguarded. We got some prisoners for you out back, Slim announced. And you better report to the captain he added. He's restless as a hungry puppy. Ain't had a word from anybody high up. Didn't come cross our colonel, did you? That's what I came back for, said Weller. Saw him and told him about this command post. He's feeling good. We've taken two bridgeheads. But where did you get the jeep? Andre asked. Weller patted the mud-splattered windshield. I liberated her from a smash glider, son.' He turned a thumb to the heaps of K-rations packed in the rear of the jeep. Near time we ate, he said. But uh, right now I am in need of gas, kid. I bet you got some in that pump. A little, André said. Slim and Weller clanked off to the house while André connected the hose to the jeep tank and began to pump. His eyelids were drooping. It takes a long time for this invasion to get going, he thought. He had already grown used to the thrump of big artillery, the bark of machine-gun and rifle-fire scattered across all of Normandy. He had heard Semino say that the 82nd Airborne were getting on well around Seigneur, though the Germans were fighting bitterly. The liberation was too big. André could think of it no more. And through his weariness he heard the cows again. Milking time was long past. In the barn the cows turned their sad eyes on him accusingly. He rested his forehead on their soft, warm bodies while he milked. And both he and the frightened beasts were soothed. He saw to it that they had fresh hay and water. The open pasture was no place for them today. Finally the job was done. The last of his strength was gone. He put the pails of milk to one side and sank into a pile of fresh straw. I'll take them to the spring-house in a minute, he promised himself, and he wriggled flat in the fragrant hay and spread out his arms peacefully. All battle sounds were muffled by the thick old stone walls. The familiar rustle and stamping of cattle were like a familiar song. He woke with a hand shaking his shoulder. Someone was saying in French, "'Wake up, André. Wake up, as the invasion has started.' "'André opened his eyes and saw Victor Lescaux bend over him. "'Shame on you, André,' he scolded. "'Milk getting sour. What is going on around, and you are sleeping.' "'André sat up. "'You are supposed to be shut up in your house, Victor. What are you doing here?' he said crossly. "'I can't stay home now, Victor bristled. "'I've got to get uh, my new cart of uh, before it is destroyed.' "'Now wide awake,' André said with disgust, "'You can't go out in the fighting?' "'But I must,' Victor interrupted surely. "'My new cart will be blown to bits if I leave the jacals. "'Then what?' "'André could not believe his ears. "'Would you rather be blown to bits yourself?' he demanded. "'But we do not need to thrust ourselves into danger.' "'Victor protested. "'We'll make our way to Jacquard's uh, village by the paths, you and I. "'We know them well, eh?' "'We?' "'André echoed. "'Who's going with you?' Uh, "'But you, naturally, my little friend. Uh, "'I may need you to uh, speak English.' "'Where is Jacquard?' "'André asked. "'At uh, Jacquard's workshop on his farm. Uh, "'I have told you about it uh, on numerous occasions.' "'André smiled.' "'Victor Lisko, Jacquard's shop is right near the coast where the fighting is. Who knows, there may be a battle going on in Jacquard's own courtyard right now.' Victor's eyes flickered. "'Ah, but I have a plan.' "'There is no sense to it,' André shrugged and got to his feet. "'No sense,' Victor cried, as though he were about to hurl a bolt of lightning. "'You forget, the is mine. I paid for it yesterday.' Again André could only shake his head. "'I'll put the milk where it is cool,' he said, and started off with a pail in each hand. Victor dived for the other pail and followed. "'La Fumée, my mare that you have always been so fond of, you know,' he chattered. "'She's all honest and impatient to start off. You know how she loves it, do Just then there was a definite lull in the shelling andre set the pails into the cool stone-lined spring taking victor's from him victor caught his eye the noises are not so loud he said there is a trifling din too but it is less perhaps the worst is over all andre said we could just start out and as they tell us we can't proceed we can turn back victor's pink face crinkled brightly Uh, But, of course, uh, anything else would be gross stupidity, Andre fretted. Now he thinks I've promised to get his cart no matter what happens. But the Americans would turn them back at once, so no harm would be done. Okay, Victor, I will start out, he said. End of chapter 6